Hey, I'm Lisa. We have representative, that is state rep, Rita Mayfield on the phone from the Waukegan area, the 60th district. And the headline, if you didn't see the article, says, should people in prison serving life for crimes committed when they were under 21 get another chance? Thank you for joining us, representative. So you believe they should? I definitely believe that um, and that there's no child that's irredeemable. I just believe that some individuals take longer to reach redemption than others. So from what I gather, we have about 3,000 people in prison in Illinois who were sentenced to life under the age of 21. Is that life without parole? That is life without parole, correct. I know you were talking about Antonio House when someone was inter- into interviewing you. What? Tell us about that story. I, I believe that might be someone else. Um, the individual that I had referenced was... Um, and I'm not sure, I don't have his permission to use his name, but there was an individual who was serving life in prison uh, for a crime that he did not do. He was not even there when the crime was committed, and the person who committed the crime stated, no, this individual was not there. They had no knowledge of the crime, but yet that individual was serving a life sentence. We were subsequently able to help him to get free, but the fact that he had been sentenced to life without parole, you know, without even a review of his case, without even an opportunity to say, hey, you know, there's other evidence out there that says that I'm totally innocent, it, it just didn't sit right with me, which is what got me on this whole campaign of, you know, we probably need to look at a few more of these cases. And for the cases where the individual is actually guilty, do they really deserve life imprisonment are you seeing that that person can never be rehabilitated that they never deserve to see the night of day that they don't deserve um to be able to at least have that conversation with the victim's family to seek healing you know i believe that there's opportunities out there we're not opening the floodgates we're not just letting everybody out we're basically just saying let's give these individuals an opportunity to go before a, a review board to say, okay, this is who I was. This is who I am today. This is how I've changed my life. I am no longer that person that committed that heinous crime. And that's just for those individuals that are actually guilty. It seems like today sentences tend to be lighter than they might have been 15, 20, 30 years ago. Is that part of your thought process? Um, no. No, that is not it at all. And I don't know if they're actually lighter because there's a lot of penalty enhancements that are out there, but there is data to support the fact that penalty enhancements don't actually work. You know, the fact that you give somebody 50 years, you know, versus somebody 10 years, there's really not a lot of difference in how that person uses their time. You know, um, you can give somebody 10 years and then they just, they do their 10 years, but they really don't rehabilitate themselves as opposed to you give somebody 50 years and that person's taken, you know, 40 classes. They got, they graduate with a bachelor's degree. So no, that I know. But if you had a family member who was murdered by a 17 year old, 18 year old, a 20 year old, I can understand they would never want to see that person on the street again. That's not actually true either. There is a current program that is in the prison system that is um, actually very successful that links victims and victims' families to the perpetrators. And there's healing on both sides. There's benefits to that particular program because it gives the, the victim's family an opportunity to confront the individual. Why did you do this? What were you thinking? You know, and to have that healing that they need, they need closure as well. And then for the um, 
for the perpetrator, you know, who may have been on drugs at the time or just did something just totally foolish because, you know, they were young and immature and had not reached that level of responsibility that they really should have. And then they give that individual gets an opportunity to, you know, to apologize, to sincerely apologize. This isn't just somebody just going through the motions and saying, hey, yes, I did this and I'm sorry. This is somebody who is truly contrite and saying, you know, I messed up. I made a huge mistake. I can never bring back your loved one. Yes, I committed a heinous crime, but I did it, you know, for whatever reason or I wasn't thinking or I was on drugs. But there's that opportunity to at least have a conversation. And so many family members have actually been supportive of the perpetrators, you know, receiving some type of uh, leniency in their sentencing to say, this person, yes, they took my loved one from me, but I don't necessarily want to see two lives, you know, destroyed as opposed to, you know, the one that we've um, um, tragically lost. I've seen people waver on that. I've seen people who lost their children who thought that for a moment and then changed their mind. Um, And I think, I I honestly think, Representative Mayfield, there's just some evil people in the world, regardless of age, and I'd be better off if they weren't on the street. I, I hope that there is a program in place that will, you know, help them find a way to be a better person. I'm not sure that the Illinois prison system offers all of that. Well, I guess, is there a question in there? Well, yeah, I just, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. And I honestly don't know where I land on this. Usually I'm pretty cut and dry on everything. But knowing people who lost children as a result of a crime and, and knowing that there are people contrite and maybe they, they were on the lookout or they didn't participate or they didn't pull the trigger, I get that as well. But I don't know. I, I would rather see, obviously, this, this would be a case-by-case basis. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. There is no broad brush stroke here. We, Like I said, we are definitely not opening the doors to the prison system. That will never, ever happen. Um, but what it does is it allows individuals an opportunity. And that's all this bill does. It allows an opportunity for them to go before a, um, a parole board. And those rules before parole are very strict and very stringent. They're very careful about who they release back on the streets. It's not just anybody. You have to truly show, you know, that you are not the same person you were when you went in. And I like to reference uh, the Shawshank Redemption, where you have Morgan Freeman's character at the end. You know, it's like, go ahead, stamp your papers, do what you want. But, you know, I don't care because I'm no longer that person. If I could go back and talk to that young man who did those few foolish things, you know, I would. I would tell him, you know, not to do these things, but I'm no longer that person, and that person is long gone. And you truly do have individuals who reach that state. Mm -hmm. But uh, Representative the Morgan Freeman character was an old man, and it kind of begs the question, do, does the rate of recidivism drop as the prisoner's age? I mean, if yes. you, so, I mean, if you're in for a day, you're more likely to, to commit another crime than if you're in for 20 or 30 years. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it does. Uh, yeah, it, it makes a big difference, you know, and there is a time restriction on this. Uh, we're not letting anybody out tomorrow. We're not letting them out for 10 years or 20. I believe the language in the bill was 30 years of served time before they would even have an opportunity, you know, to present a case. So now that's time that this individual will have to have demonstrate it, you know, that they have changed. You know, what did you do in the last, you know, did you wait 
until the last three years before you became eligible to decide that you want to take a class? Or were you taking classes the entire time? Were you a good um, a model inmate the entire time? How many times did you get into trouble? I mean, there's just a lot of different things, that, factors that go into this. You don't just let somebody out of prison. That's something that, you know, we take very seriously. But denying somebody an opportunity, I don't think we should do that either. I think we have to give them that light at the end of the tunnel. It creates a safer prison system as well for our inmates and our guards if somebody knows that there's an opportunity that hey you know 30 years from now i may have the opportunity you know to see the light of day showing that i have changed i'm no longer that person i've taken all these classes you know i've reconnected with the victim's family you know there's been crying and forgiveness and anger and all of that on both sides they've actually gone they made this positive steps right. to show that they are willing to be you know, good citizens. And we, um, I, I just have to interrupt you for a second. You know, we promise the news every half hour. So that is coming okay. up. Can we can I just ask, is this on the books in any other state? Uh, yes, it is. And I don't have the data in front of me. But yes, okay. it is. We are not the only state to have done this. Right, I believe well, we would be like the fourth or the fifth. Well, I look forward to talking to you again. Thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Illinois State Rep. Rita Mayfield from the 60th District, the Waukegan area. Steve's News is next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.